live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's a r- 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 rainy Wednesday here in Las Vegas. Hope you're going to spend some time with us. I'm Ted Sobranski. Teddy Covers at Teddy Unsort Covers on Twitter. Joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV. Sure, it's raining. What do we do when it rains? We caffeinate. That's what we do when it rains. Cheers uh, for that. Look, welcome to all of you watching on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome to Zumo viewers. Welcome to our Stir viewers. Welcome to our Pluto TV viewers on Channel 517. Welcome to those who are listening on the iHeartRadio network on all of our podcast outlets. Let's get into it. This is your Sports Central for betters. we got an hour to kill. Let's do it together. We'll start. With bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. B, 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 we like to call it. little recap of what happened last night from a wagering perspective. In the NBA last night, Ralph, it was all about the road teams. Five and two straight up. Five and two against the spread. The Pistons blew out the Cavs. The Magic knocked off the Wizards. The Mavs took care of business against the Pelicans. Lakers pulled the upset in Denver. The Heat winning in overtime at Toronto. The Jimmy Butler resurgence continues for Miami. The Clips and the Spurs, the only two home teams to cover. And I don't know if the Spurs were a right side. A controversial, not reviewed dunk from James Harden ended up marrying a whole lot because the game went into overtime and then the Spurs won it in OT. Warriors blew, uh, the Rockets blew a 26 point lead in that ballgame, 15 points in the fourth quarter. San Antonio got the money. That was it when it came to the home teams last night, Ralph. You know, uh, you look at it, and uh, is that is that final now? The Houston, the Harden dunked Teddy, or are they still talking about doing something about that game? It's a final. They they put in a protest to the league about playing the overtime or playing the extra session after the dunk again. Uh, No one expects the league to say sure. (laughs) Uh, So there, there is a protest in. The wagers for that have already been paid. Absolutely. What happens on the court that night is is settles the payment. So, you know, just again, we have a lot of new gamblers that watch this show and we talk about little local trends. And Teddy talks about the the road team being five and two straight up in ATS. I just want to point out that for the season, the road team is 150, 150 and five, exactly 50 percent. So don't get misled that the road teams are on some type of roll. I will say this, Teddy, a lot of times. You and I both do a lot of reading in local papers. And if you read the Cleveland Plain Dealer yesterday and they did a story with with Kevin Love, uh, you would have probably gone out and bet the Cavs against Detroit, him talking how they've bonded, how well their practices have gone, how well they really think they could turn it around tonight. So not only do you have to read, you have to be able to translate what you're reading into is that bettable information. And the beauty of a game like that, because the Cavs obviously blown off the floor last night uh, by Detroit. The Pistons showing signs right now. I've got a little buy sign on Detroit. But with Cleveland in particular, I think that team is very well coached. I like every report of the chemistry on that squad. At some point, they're going to put something together. So while Cleveland right now is struggling, and it's not a time to be betting on the Cavs at this very moment, I would not be surprised at all in a week. Two weeks from now, we're talking about Cleveland as a bet-on team and a team 
that has a chance because they're at the bottom to go on an extended point spread run. But you made an excellent point about the full season numbers. Full season, road teams, 150 wins. Home teams, 150 wins. Five pushes. You know, that's what the bookmakers want. That's what the betting markets expect. There's not any one trend uh, versus another trend. But when we talk about home court edges, because this is something I know a lot of beginning betters struggle with. How much are home courts actually worth, Ralph? I know it varies by sport, home fields, home courts, home ice, whatever you want to call it. And specifically, in which sports do you think the home courts are worth the most? My answer for that is going to be college basketball. And when you talk about the pro sports, the NFL and NBA, maybe two and a half points for home court, maybe three, not a whole lot more than that. But in college, sometimes you see home fields and home courts that are worth more than that. There are also home fields and home courts that are worth less than that. What's your take in general on home court slash home field advantage across sports, Ralph? Oh, you know, I'm going to use college sports, Teddy, because in the NFL, you know, I think it's anywhere from one to maybe three. You may get certain situations where, you know, you're playing in a dome or you're playing in Seattle or Kansas City where I might go up to three in college. I go as little as one. You go to a place like Akron, there's no home edge at all. And I go as high as six and a half. And I even split my home field edges in the day and nighttime. An example, my Penn State whiteout is six and a half points. The most any sport, any time. My nighttime games in LSU are six and a half. Those are the only two instances where I go past five. So, you know, even when I have sit when even when I have a number for a team, I have subsets for that team as well. That makes a ton of sense. And again, when we say home court, it's going to vary by sport. It's going to vary by team. And as Ralph was saying, can vary from one game to the next. Big difference between a noon kickoff in Happy Valley and an 8 p.m. kickoff in Happy Valley. The home field worth much more for the night game than it would be for the day game. Let's talk a little college hoops from last night. The two Michigan teams, Michigan and Michigan State, they got throttled, both of them suffering bad losses in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Well, we're going to talk about college basketball much more in the next few weeks. One thing to pay attention to, the Michigan team won a couple games. They went on a hot run in a neutral setting. That was their first true road game, playing a team that plays defense. We'll talk about Ohio State later today. Every game Ohio State has played this year has been at home. They're playing their first true neutral or road game, and you're going to the Dean Dome. So, uh, Michigan's not as good as we thought, jumping up to AP number four. They're clearly better than we thought they were going to be. And Duke, perhaps a little uh, final uh, Elite Eight revenge was motivation last night. Sure, the Spartans now have had a couple of very shoddy showings. Are you worried at all about Michigan State, a team that was expected to be competing for a national title this year? They've lost a couple times badly, Ralph, a couple seconds. No, when when they get back, uh, Joshua Langford, he hasn't played yet this year. He'll be missing the next few weeks. They will be the best team in college basketball. Watch out for Sparty. Stay tuned right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You can find us on YouTube at SportsGrid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to SportsGrid Network. Find us on Instagram at SportsGridTV. Again, at SportsGridTV TV on Instagram. And, of course, you're already following us on Twitter. I don't have to give you that. But I encourage you on YouTube and on Instagram, follow today. Let's talk line movers here in segment number two, like we like to do. And the goal of this is always talking when we talk line movers. Why is the money moving? Why are the lines moving? We want to bet this now. Do we want to wait till closer to kickoff or tip off? The goal is information. So let's start with the Giants going back to Eli Manning. And this one, I didn't think we had another chance to fade Eli, Ralph. But here we go. Daniel Jones with the ankle. Looks like he's going to sit. Eli announces a starter. And the betting markets have made it very clear what they think of Daniel Jones versus Eli Manning. Daniel Jones leads the NFL in turnovers this year. Eli Manning is worse. Money for Philly. Total hasn't moved. But the side most assuredly has moved. Money coming in against the Giants with check down Eli (laughs) getting another start for the G-Men. The only way I could go is the fade here, Teddy. I, you know, how how much has Eli been involved in the practices the last few weeks? Yeah, he may have been there taking snaps, but by no means was he prepping like a number two quarterback. So to be thrown in the situation now against a hungry Philadelphia team in front of the national TV cameras on Monday, uh, I don't even think Eli wants to be there. Yeah, although if you watch the Eagles secondary last week, again, 
This is Miami we're talking about. We're not talking about an elite offensive team. And that offense's last five drives in that game went touchdown, 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 touchdown. Although, I will say this, Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't afraid to take shots downfield. Eli Manning, he's been very afraid to take shots downfield. And if we see dink and dunks, this likely to affect the total every bit as much as the sidle. We haven't seen any movement on the total yet with Eli being announced as a starter. Just money for Philadelphia. The other big early week line mover in the NFL has been suddenly some market respect for the Washington Redskins. This team's been considered a bottom feeder all year, but they're off back-to-back wins. They ran the football very effectively last week. And again, they were down 14-0 on the road against a team that, in theory, was still fighting for the playoffs. By the end of the game, that team fired their coach, and the Redskins had won by margin, which speaks to character. Money for the Redskins against the Packers. Is this money going to keep coming in on Washington? Or if you like Green Bay, is now the time to pull the trigger? I think it may go down a little bit more. I, I, I think, you know, as much as I'd like to give the credit to Washington, I just think it's the numbers guys jumping on and saying, Listen, this Packers offense, there's no way we can lay, you know, 13 points with it. Let, let's grab let's grab the two touchdowns at that point. And it's also important to note, Teddy, that a one and a half point move from 14 and a half to 13 or from 14 to 13, you know, probably is what? One twenty of the money as it would take a, a game to move between four and three or even much more than that proportionally. Yeah, sure. I, I think some of this money for Green Bay or for Washington is you talked about the Packers offense. The Packers defense has shown some vulnerability as well, particularly against the run. The Redskins have run the football effectively in each of the last two ball games. And Bill Callahan, the interim head coach, is a run first guy in theory. That might be a difficult matchup for the Packers, even at Lambeau Field. Let's shift folks to the NBA and talk about the Golden State Warriors taking money at Charlotte. D'Angelo Russell expected back in the lineup after an absence for Golden State. Does this make the Warriors a competitive team if they have Russell back, or are they still the worst team in the NBA? And can Charlotte lay points to anyone? There's been a lot of talk in that Hornets locker room about getting off to better starts. They rallied from 20 down against Phoenix the other night, still lost the game, but they actually had a seven-point lead in the fourth quarter. They're like, if we're not down 15 every game, we can win some of these. Golden State, Charlotte, what's your take? For tonight, all the money showing for the Warriors. Eddie, full disclosure, you know how much I work, do work, how much work I do in the NBA. It's hard for me to say. I'm going to ask you this question: Does him returning make the Warriors not the worst team in football in basketball? No, it, the Warriors are still the worst team in the NBA. And again, you know, it's not like Charlotte's a whole lot better. You know, when you look at some of the bottom feeders around the league, you know, uh, Atlanta's not playing playing great basketball, and we can go on and on down the line, but. From a spot standpoint, even with Russell back, I like this spot for Charlotte, especially first half. Uh, In theory, they're supposed to come out and get after it tonight. I actually put some Charlotte first half minus one in my pocket earlier this morning. Uh, Let's talk Portland, who, well, Carmelo Anthony came back to earth last night after being (laughs) named Western Conference Player of the Week. But it was the Blazers bench that got really badly outplayed. in L.A. against the Clippers last night. But the one good thing for Portland is that they didn't play anyone extended minutes. After they got blown out, they waved the white flag. Nobody played 30 minutes last night, and they're taking money tonight against Sacramento, even on the second night of back-to-backs. Portland up from minus three 
to minus four against the Kings after last night's no-show. You know, Teddy, you know, I will say this. Uh, second of back-to-back nights, going back to 2015, the team playing on the road with no rest is 49.7% against the spread. So I think that that's been worked into the line so much that it's no longer a factor to say, well, I want to fade this team because they're playing a second of back-to-back nights. But I do like I do like teams that are able to uh, play the entire bench the first night and have rested guys in rhythm the second night. Yeah, I, I agree with the line move towards Portland, though the Kings... They may come with a little extra focus tonight. They blew uh, what they thought was an easy one the other night and did not uh, play well. And the talk out of the Sacramento locker room was every bit as urgent as the talk out of the Portland locker room for this one. Nonetheless, the early money towards the Blazers. Let's talk some college hoops. TV action tonight. Notre Dame and Maryland. The over is taking wise guys team. Heavy move towards the over and early betting action on Wednesday morning. Well, you know, we've seen Notre Dame push the pace with with Bray and and Maryland to me is is one A or one B relative to Michigan State, uh, an elite offensive team playing at a very high level. I I think there's been an over adjustment with the move, but I agree with the initial move. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be betting this one under. And of course, when we're talking about games in this point spread range, you can get a whole lot of we call them scramble points. In the final minute, minute and a half of these ball games, big difference in a game where the team's up 12 and they're not fouling versus when a team's up five and there's fouls and three pointers and fouls and three pointers. And then you got to sweat out that last minute on the total in a serious way. Well, let's talk Virginia and Purdue. Braxton Key out for the Cavs. The markets don't care. Virginia money against the Boilermakers. They're dogs, but the money has come for the Cavaliers. Even with him out, I thought the line was too low. I I think Virginia's in a spot. The Virginia Cavaliers are 32-8 against the spread, 80% on the road. Why? Defense travels. Yeah, that's an incredible stat. And let's talk one more in college hoops. We're seeing some Texas Tech love. Final four team from last year in rebuilding mode early. Markets say, no, 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 no. DePaul has been a team that, has impressed me and certainly a, a, a squad, a program that's pointing in the right direction. But Texas Tech getting the love. They're now short chalk in Chicago. Disagree with this move. People think Texas Tech was a national championship team. They have that same type of team this year. You know, getting to the game and losing to Virginia, they're not. They've had multiple senior starters each of the last few years. They have no senior starters. They haven't had freshman starters. They have multiple freshman starters. This their first true road game, and their two neutral games they just played, lost to Iowa, lost to Creighton. Wrong line move. I'm on the DePaul side. I wouldn't talk you out of that one. These first road games, Ralph, they're an automatic fade for you in these spots. We'll talk about, as you mentioned, Ohio State and North Carolina a little bit later. But that first road game, clearly, it's something you've mentioned a couple of times. Is that a a, a must bet against or you cannot back that team or are there spots where you might? It depends how tough of a neutral neutral games they've played. If it was a neutral game in a like playoff type environment or a March Madness setting, I'm not afraid to play on them. But like Ohio State in a first game away from home totally, I will 99% of the time be against them compared to being on them. Stay on the grid. Wager Talk continues. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. you want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire dunk on your nba dfs competition with dailyroto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings to see compete with the pros with the dailyroto.com optimizer and the most accurate projection in nba dfs plus lineup alerts breaking news late swap support and much more again save 10 percent on winning nba dfs advice with the promo code DUNK, that's D-U-N-K, visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Big game breakdowns for a Wednesday. Let's start in the association for tonight. A couple of big games to talk about. We'll start with two teams that have both been not kind of money makers, major money makers. The Celtics and the Heat both rank in the top five amongst ATS against the spread results so far this NBA season. They've both been undervalued by the betting markets. Boston minus six, total 213. We've seen some Miami money. This has been a back and forth game. Was bet up earlier, now down to five and a half in a lot of places for Miami, despite the fact that the Heat are on the second night of back-to-backs, and they won a tough OT game in Toronto last night. We're still seeing support for Jimmy Butler and company. Five different Heat players played 35-plus minutes last night. Will they be fresh enough to hang out tonight or hang around tonight as they take on the Celtics? 
Eddie, I'm going to, I have an NBA system and I don't have many of these and I will start getting more as we progress and get out of football and into basketball. But I think that you're going to agree that this system makes a lot of sense and it's been very successful. If you won in overtime your last game and you're a dog this game, that's simple. You're off an overtime win and this time, this game, you're a dog. You have gone 11 and 37 against the spread, 22.9%. That, sir, is a pretty ugly percentage. And you don't see, as you mentioned, you don't see a lot of trends like that in the NBA. We're just talking for the full season, road teams, hoed teams, 50-50. You talk about teams on the second of back-to-backs uh, on the road, were they 49.7%? You know, uh, that's, a, that's a really slim edge if you're trying to, oh, 49.7%, let's fade that. Uh, not profitable. When you start talking about trends like this, off an overtime win as a dog the next night on the road, hey, makes sense to look at Boston in this one. I certainly wouldn't talk you out of that wager. All that being said, man, you've been trying to fade Miami. You've been losing. They've been the single best point spread team in the NBA so far this season. Let's go out to the West Coast. Talk about the Lakers and the Jazz L.A. On the second of back-to-backs as well. They, too, off a hard-fought victory last night in Denver, playing an altitude for the second straight night. We don't know if Anthony Davis is going to play. There were rumors that perhaps before tip-off, some somebody named LeBron might be sitting. But it's all rumors. The markets haven't moved there yet. We don't know who the Lakers are going to have in their lineup on the second of back tonight. Uh, back-to-backs tonight. Jazz in the minus three range, total 212 against LA. I know this having been from Cleveland and watched LeBron in a lot of games. Uh, it, it would take a hell of a case if LeBron's focused for me to fade LeBron as an underdog. They finished the season winning seven of their last nine as a dog last year. They were a dog once this year going to the Nuggets. They won that game 105 to 96. So if LeBron is playing and the Lakers are a dog, only one way for me to go. Yeah, and even on the second of back-to-back, so the markets are moving in that direction as well. The threes are mostly gone. We're looking at two and a half as the prevailing number. And some of that has to do with what happened to Utah on their road trip. Utah is coming back off a very poor road trip. Actually, they got blown out down by 40 at the half of Toronto. Next game at Philly, did they show? They did not. And that was, in theory, a step-up spot for the Jazz. I wonder if the Conley injury is... As impact, whatever, Conley's not been right at all in in Utah this uh, season. And that's made a big difference if you've been trying to make money betting on the Utah Jazz. When your point guard's not right, hard to cover numbers. And that's been the case for the Jazz pretty much from day one this season. We talked a little bit about Purdue, Virginia earlier in the line movers segment. I want to talk about this total because I was trying to think, Ralph. Is this the lowest college basketball total you've ever seen? I don't recall seeing much lower than 104, but that's what we got tonight for the Boilermakers and the Cavaliers in West Lafayette, Indiana. I happen to have an answer for you, Teddy. How's that? Uh, <laughs> I, I thought you might. Going going back to 2008, there have been six games with totals of 105 or less. Uh, the database I have goes back to 2007 for college basketball. It goes back much further for football. 
the lowest total going all the way back to 2007 was 99 and a half. That was that 2007 Princeton team where they were 99, 100, 100 and a half, 101. They had like six games in that 2007 season of totals of about 100. And, and many of them went under because of the style they played. But since 2008, the lowest total was 101. That came in 2012. Iona was playing Denver. The final score, 65-58. And of the uh, six games with totals under 105, four of them have gone over, two have gone under. Yeah, I, I know that I can't play a 104 under, uh, especially in a competitively priced game, because you could very easily see 15 or 20 scramble points in this one. And even if the score is tied at 18 at the half, I still don't feel comfortable uh, with an under 104, although the pace here likely to be very slow. Uh, let's go out to San Francisco, where a weird situation for the Dons tonight. They played a barn burner against Arizona State last night and lost. Now, tonight, they're playing Cal. Back-to-back games against Pac-12 foes. But this time, San Francisco's laying minus 8.5, even minus 9s popping up. Total of 141. Cal, that is one it's a program that is in nothing but rebuild mode. Let's uh, we'll leave it at that. It's been rough for the Bears last year and so far this season. It is. And and let me add to that, Teddy. When, when I went and looked in the database in December, if a team has no rest against a team with over three days rest, they've gone three and 11 against the spread. I mean, it encompasses 15 years, but there aren't that many times when a team plays with no rest to make San Francisco's situation even worse. They played at Hawaii on Friday. They lost a close game. They fly back. Then they play Arizona State in a last-second game Tuesday. And then they play California on Wednesday. I like California tonight. Yes, they may be rebuilding, but this team is 5-2. and two. Their only losses are to Duke and to Texas. And Mark Fox is proving the guy didn't forget how to coach all those years at Georgia. He's only seven games in, and I'm impressed with that 5-2 and two record. Beating Pepperdine's a decent team. Beating UNLV's a decent team. Cal Baptist is even a decent team. So I think the points are generous for the Bears tonight. Wasn't Fox the guy that got the Gonzaga program rolling? Uh, I mean, wasn't he the guy that built it to the next level the way that no, Dennis Erickson no, did at uh, Boise? No, Mark Fox started at Nevada and then went to Georgia. All right, I was trying to. Didn't uh, Georgia had another coach that came from uh, from Gonzaga, didn't they? Maybe not. Is that you? Anyhow, <laughs> uh, what was his last name? You? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's probably who I'm thinking of. Uh, bottom line, and, and this is a weird little gym that San Francisco plays in. It's not an arena. That's legitimately a gym, isn't it? It is, but again, you have you know I think you have the Cal Bears playing a basically little brother scenario. You're getting eight points from a from a West Coast team, uh, but they play in about a 2,000-seat gym that there's some high schools that have bigger gyms. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of high schools that have bigger gyms uh, than that. Let's talk a little NFL. Uh, and it comes to some marquee matchups. Everyone wants to talk Patriots and Chiefs. So do we. Let's get into it. New England, minus three, total 48 and a half against Kansas City. New England off a loss has been ridiculous, all right? When you talk about a long-term sample size of 67% against the spread. New England at home in November and December as short chalk has been ridiculous. You pulled out a stat last time, it was close to 80% on the Patriots at home at this time of year. 
New England's only lost twice. It's not like there's, there's, everything's falling apart. And yet, I have no interest whatsoever in laying points with the Patriots this week. I have no interest whatsoever in laying points with the Patriots in general. They played two teams with winning records, Ralph, since September. And there were non-competitive defeat in both those games. Kansas City, their team with a winning record, they're also in playoff revenge. Teddy, I, I agree with everything you said. You know, the numbers, New England 15-6 and six off a loss against the spread. At home, just basically at home, 43-18, and 18, 70% against the spread. And, you know, I was on a pod and, and the person on the pod to me yesterday said, well, that's not the same New England team. They don't have the same receivers. They don't have the same tight end. And while I agree with you and New England's offense has been pitiful, their defense has still held their last eight regular season foes to 14 points or less. And and I am not going to play into those. You talked about it many times. You're not going to play against the Patriots. You wrote it down. Don't play against the Patriots. Don't play against the Patriots. And even though it's the same team, the angles have still won. So when do you stop playing the angles? Well, you stop playing those angles when they prove that they are no longer effective. After the Patriots lose multiple games after a loss, after the Patriots lose multiple games against the spread at home, then you stop playing an angle. But like we don't want to play the do system, I also don't want to play the do system in this game that the Patriots all of a sudden won't be that team that wins and covers this week. So it's a no play for me. Guys, we'll be back right after the break. Thanks for watching Wager Talk TV. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Big game breakdowns here on Where You Talk on the Sports Grid TV Network. Yeah, it's Wednesday. And yeah, we're talking about games this weekend, but it is conference championship weekend. There's no reason not to go through these games and go through them thoroughly, Ralph. And go through them early in the week, and we'll go through them again. Because I know, as the information comes out, as the lines move, people want to know that's our job, man. So let's start. We did a bunch of games yesterday. Today we'll start with Florida Atlantic against UAB. This is at FAU's home stadium in Boca Raton, Florida. The Owls, minus 7.5, total of 50 against UAB. And this was a Blazers team coming into the season. I had them as fade only. Well, here they are in the in the uh, CUSA title game again. Give Bill Clark a whole lot of credit. I still don't think they're anywhere near as good as Florida Atlantic. But does FAU need to be worried about Lane Kiffin chasing other jobs? What's your take? Owls and Blazers at in Boca on Saturday. I agree with you with the UAB assessment preseason. They only returned eight starters, the fewest in college football. And to be able to uh, get to the conference championship, again, hats off. Only losses this year at Western Kentucky, at Tennessee, and at Southern Miss. And the Tennessee and Southern Miss losses were when their quarterback, Tyler Johnston, got hurt and was out. Now, Johnson's missed the last few games. He's available. Not sure who Clark's going to use. He can go back to Johnston, who gave him a big boost early. They scored 30 points or more in six of their first seven games. They finished the season uh, with their defense, and their defense uh, – here's, here's one thing you have to talk about, and we should I should have said this at the beginning. We're talking about some incredible numbers with UAB, allowing 270 yards per game and 15.9 first downs per game. But there are how many teams in FBS football, Teddy? 130? 130, yeah. UAB's played the number 142 schedule. That means there are 12 FCS teams that played better schedules than Northern Iowa, excuse me, than UAB. So I'm sure Northern Iowa was one of them that played a tougher schedule. So while we while we compare, that's the job you have to do. You have to look at the numbers, translate incredible numbers into what it means against competition. So by doing that, I want to look at their conference yards per game only. UAB was plus 103 yards per game in conference play. Florida Atlantic, 95. UAB was actually better. Then when I look at Florida Atlantic, you look at how they finished. There are only two games that they won by double digits easily. They were at Old Dominion and against FIU late. So it's clearly defense against offense. I made the number six. And, you know, Florida Atlantic will be happy with a win. I think the back door is wide open for this situation. Florida Atlantic's defense has improved as the season progressed. But when you look at their defense, I think it improved because they played a very weak slate of teams coming down the stretch. So tough to compare when these teams played such weak schedules. I lean Florida Atlantic to win the game. I lean UAB to cover the spread. Your thoughts, Teddy? Yeah, I, I really can't get there with the Blazers because – when you look at their victories and that strength of schedule, 
the three decent teams they played all year, they didn't, they they lost, you know, and, and were non-competitive in two of those games. And the third one, you're not going to compare Western Kentucky with FAU offensively. You know, they're a good defensive team. They have no offense. The Owls can score, okay? And if you're going to play Florida Atlantic, you're going to have to trade points with them at some to- at some point. UAB has QB issues. Their strength of schedule stinks. And they haven't, uh, you said the back door is open. The back door is not open with this UAB offense. They don't move the football. Uh, they don't chuck the football around. If they can run all day and keep FAU's offense off the field, that's fine. There is some correlation between UAB covering the number and the game staying under. But, you know, if FAU gets in the 30s or in the 40s, UAB is not trading points, in my opinion. Well, my only rebuttal to that is that Tyler Johnston threw for 1,900 yards the first five games. And, you know, again, you're looking at Akron, South Alabama, Western Kentucky, Rice. But that's who he played before he got hurt. So I think their offense will be better than it has been uh, of late. This is a rare game. These same two teams played last week in a somewhat meaningful game. Since he had already clinched, Memphis needed the win, I believe, to clinch. But they clinched. Now they play again, same two teams, same location at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, Tennessee, but the point spread is four points lower. Same two teams a week later. Clearly, the situation affected the point spread last week. Memphis, minus 9.5, total of 57.5 against Luke Fickle's Cincinnati Bearcats. We saw the same thing happen in Central Michigan. You know, once it was a must win for Memphis, the line inflated. I've got a stat for this too, Teddy. Uh, Since 1989, there have only been three other times where teams played back-to-back games. In 2012, Stanford and UCLA played week 14 and then in the conference championships. 2017, Boise and Fresno, same scenario. And 2018, Middle Tennessee and UAB, the favorite went two and one. But to note, the favorite went 0 and three in those three games. Too small of a sample size, but again, just to show you the occurrences where it did happen. Um, You know, I'm going to give you one more angle here, and I'm going to ask you if it makes sense, Teddy. Teams that won the first game of an in season matchup. When they play the second time, the team that won the first went 29 and 20 straight up, 23, 23, and three ATS. So is it hard to beat a team the second time? No. More teams beat the opponent the second time than not. Is it hard to cover twice? Exactly 50%. But here's the case. If the favorite, like Memphis, won the first game, in the second game, if they're the favorite again, they've gone 19 and two straight up, 13, 7, and 1 ATS. That's good for 65%. And when you're picking 65% sample sizes, you're probably, or 65% uh, in, in, uh, 65% winners, you'd be very happy uh, with those results. All that being said, this, in my opinion, Ralph, this is a game where side and total are clearly related on the one side. All right, Memphis can win this game in a high-scoring affair. They can win in a lower-scoring affair. Cincinnati's not winning a shootout or covering a shootout at Memphis. Their defense doesn't stop the Tigers. They're in trouble. So I think there is correlation between Cincy and the under in this one, and legit correlation. Uh, If you like the Bearcats, 
Maybe you try to maximize your profits with a little two-teamer, Cincy and under. Would you agree with that? Do you think, I mean, can Cincy cover if this is a high-scoring affair? That's not the way they're built. I completely agree. The I think, you, I think you're spot on with your assessment. Uh, I, I do want to, you know, since we talked conference numbers in the first game, uh, I think most people would be shocked by this conference number. You're not shocked that M- Memphis was plus 83 yards per game in, in conference play. Cincinnati, as the champion that was locked into their spot, was outgained in conference play by 40 yards per game. Yeah, and the Bearcats have been disrespected in the markets for much of the season as a result of their mediocre statistical numbers. That offense doesn't light people up. And they had, I think, two different bad defensive games over the course of the campaign. But I lean to the dog in this one. One more home game on Saturday in college football action. That would be Boise State playing at home. And oh, by the way, they're getting the visitors from Hawaii, which is A, a long trip, and B, very different kind of weather. And even though the, that's supposed to be ridiculous in Boise uh, on Saturday, it's temperatures, game time temperatures in the low 40s. It's supposed to be rainy. It's supposed to be cold. And Hawaii, well, we know what they do in the islands. We also know what happened when they came to Boise early in the season. They got smacked. Broncos, minus 13 and a half, minus 14s popping up total of 64 against Hawaii. The weather is very important. And when we're talking about Hawaii's past game, we want to talk about the wind as much. And the wind forecasts certainly aren't accurate this far out. But I would say for sure to a man that Hawaii would probably prefer it to be 34 degrees and snowing than to be that 39 degrees and cold rain. That is absolutely the worst weather for a team, I believe, that travels. That's a warm weather team. Then I look at the matchup and I analyze the games like this. Will Boise benefit more playing Hawaii's offense the second time? Or will Hawaii's offense benefit from facing Boise's D the second time? And to me, it's pretty one-sided. I think Boise clearly benefits seeing that same offense again. You know, in in this span of in a span of eight games. So, uh, you know, when Boise wants to run the ball, we saw U, U of H's D line just get gashed of late. They're allowing over 200 yards per game rushing. They're allowing over 5.0 yards per carry. And we're not even sure who the quarterback is going to be, Brock Meyer or Henderson, but I don't think it matters. If they can get that rush attack going, no matter who's playing quarterback is going to be able to move the ball for the Broncos. And I think the Broncos, who you know held them to 438 and 37 points the first time, improves on that outing as well. And let's give Ralph Michaels some credit. Ralph Michaels. I believe you have a ticket on Hawaii to win the Mountain West Conference Championship game in your pocket. Are you going to hedge that? Uh, no, I, I'm not. It, it wasn't that big of a ticket. You know, what I did is I just said, you know, when I went out and I talked about the teams that I thought were going to win, the Mountain West to me was the most wide open. In fact, I bet Air Force and I bet Hawaii. I bet both. You know, and Air Force was a team that I thought Boise would be down a stretch, but I, I don't have enough on it to hedge. And it's just, you know, if it's there, uh, I like to, I just like to do this. If I'm going to talk about it on, on podcasts, 
I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and bet a ticket. But it wasn't big enough ticket to make me very happy. I'm not planning on uh, I'm not planning on betting the game. So I'll be rooting for you uh, all game as Hawaii takes on Boise. That must be a nice ticket to cash. Let's talk one more before the break. And we see some line moving on this one just today. LSU now down to minus seven. Was seven and a half earlier this morning. People are wiping out. They're taking out those sevens. Total of 55 against Georgia. This one in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Eddie, I am so wishy-washy on this one. I've gone back and forth. So hopefully you're going to have something to say very positive, and I'll come back and rebut you uh, if you could take this game off. And the truth of it is I'm not going to play the game. If I was going to play it, I could only look at the Georgia side. I like a defensive-minded underdog that's not getting the respect that they deserve. I like to fade a team like LSU that's been in big spots but never a spot this big. Okay, if they win, they're in. That's a pretty big spot. Uh, so if they lose, lead, if they lose, their slightest in. of leans is toward Georgia. Yeah, I, I just you know I think LSU can score thirty-five. You know, can Georgia get to twenty-eight? That's my question. And you know, when you're looking at the LSU game, you're looking at numbers, but. Be careful because we've seen some def- some de- defenses that were pretty decent that are just on the field so much because LSU scores and the defense is on the field for so many plays because of the quick strike offense. So you can't look at yards per game. You have to look at yards per play when, you, when you're looking at a defense like LSU. Wager talk continues. Stay on the grid. Get on the grid. You're on the grid. Stay here. We'll talk to you. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. We're here in the home stretch of Wager Your Talk on a Wednesday. And Ralph, <coughs> excuse me, I want to talk college football coaching carousel and what it means for betters. Because the headlines are all about the coaches you and I both know, most of the time, it's really about the coordinators and where they're going and what they're doing. Take it away. College football coaching carousel spinners spinning what it means for guys like us. Well, it's so important going into the bowls. As you said, when coaches change, many times uh, coordinators go with them. And, uh, you know, I have nothing to do with this website, not affiliated at all. But I absolutely love their coaching changes. They talk about coordinators and they update them daily going to the bowls, which is so important. And it's just college football poll. Dot com college football poll p o l l all spelled out dot com and you go to the coaching changes and it tells you which coordinators are staying which coordinators are leaving now there's there's times where teams are upset that their coach left perhaps they promised these kids they would be there and they leave there's other times when a coach like chris peterson is going to step down and still coach the bowl. Well, you have the perfect storm in Washington for a team to be motivated for their coach. Chris Peterson steps down. You promote Jimmy Lake, the D.C., from within side. Chris Peterson's going to retire after the bowl. That's to me, is probably a two- or a three-point intangible when we head into the bowl game. So check out, again, when coaches leave when you're coaching bowls, who's staying, who's leaving. It's the difference between wins and losses when you're betting college football bowl games. Sure. And when you see the assistants getting promoted for these bowl games, the number one thing I'm looking for, players quotes. I don't want the AD talking. I don't want the coach talking. The players, some of the assistants, they love them and they'll buy in right away. Other times, not so much. And the way you get that nuance is if you're reading the local papers and getting the sense of, did it work? Or isn't it going to work with this particular group? And let's not forget, coordinators that are sending out resumes instead of uh, watching film and prepping game plans, those tend to be bet against teams. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with Ralph and I here on Wager Talk. Stay tuned right here on the Sports Grid TV network for At The Window with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia coming up right now. Great Wednesday. Best of luck.